When you've told yourself your entire life that when you just get there, then you'll be happy and you get everything you ever told yourself that would allow you to finally be happy, breathe, relax, etc. Love yourself, feel worthy. And you don't, you actually feel worse because now you have no excuses at all because you literally checked every box you said was going to complete you and you're not, you're empty. That's a way darker place to be than when you haven't gotten there yet because at least you have the illusion of uncertainty of maybe it's just because I'm not there yet. Welcome to the Conscious Wealth Podcast. I'm your host, Jay Griff. I'm a conscious serial entrepreneur with a passion for wealth creation, sovereignty and natural law, spirituality and consciousness, financial literacy, commerce, investing, and the game of money. I am the founder of the Level Up Collective, a conscious wealth mastermind in which I lead countless others through the process of unlearning most, if not all, of what we've been taught about the world and the game of money and then relearning what the rules of this secretive game really are and how we can actually win at it. I was incredibly blessed to stumble across many of the secrets of the 1% at a young age. And rather than keeping it all to myself, I'm on a mission to share this information freely with as many people as I can. This podcast is going to challenge the very fabric of your reality. And at times, you may find yourself running up against some of your deepest unconscious belief systems. I encourage you to give yourself grace, keep an open mind, and never just accept what I say as fact. Always do your own research. I never want you to just assume I am telling the truth. I am not here to convince or teach you anything, but rather to reflect back and remind you of things that somewhere in your consciousness you already know. Take what resonates, discard what doesn't, and enjoy the ride. Now let's get started. What's going on, guys? Really excited to be back with you today. Really passionate about today's topic. What I want to talk to you about is the illusion that there's a destination. I'm going to get a little bit personal and share some stuff that I've experienced the last year or so. And I also want to be conceptual as well so that you guys can relate and apply some of the gems that we're going to talk about today to your own lives. So what am I talking about when I'm saying the illusion that there's a destination. You probably already get the sense of what I mean by that, but I think it's important to realize that meaning comes from struggle. Meaning in life comes from the pursuit. Another way of saying this that I've said before is that success can be defined as the progressive realization of a worthy ideal. It's about progressively getting closer. It's not about the thing. Whatever that is, could be a feeling, could be a person, could be a material object, could be whatever, whatever you've created in your mind. We do these things, right? We create things in our minds, we attach to them, 
and we create stories around them, and then we let them define us. So our minds want us to believe that, quote unquote, when I get there, then I'll be able to rest. Then I'll be able to be happy. And it will all be worth it. And what I've come to realize is this belief in and of itself is what causes immense suffering in our lives. Speaking from experience. Because life is entirely about the journey and about the pursuit. And when you get the thing, whatever the thing is, right? Whatever that is for you. And it changes. It constantly changes. But whatever that is for you at this time in your life, when you get that thing that you're currently pursuing, it does not feel how you think it's going to feel. It's such a funny reality living the human experience because we're part spiritual being stuck in a meat suit and part ego that has a narcissistic complex and thinks it knows everything. Our egoic faculties create stories either to motivate us or to try to protect us or to try to define ourselves, to try to feel safer, whatever it may be. And one of the most common traps it does is it paints this illusion of a destination and how good it's going to feel and how everything that we, that our ego desires is on the other side of this thing. We just have to get this thing and then everything will be okay. Then we'll be able to ah relax. Then we'll go lay on the beach and sip my ties and we'll just retire and sail off into the sunset and all of that. These are the dreams that we cling to, right? There's a reason people are sold on vacations and retirement and lounging on the beach and everything like that. And the irony is that when you get there, you literally don't even enjoy that because it's all about the pursuit. Now, I don't want this to be misconstrued as me saying working all the time. I'm not saying that. I'm referring to the journey when I say the pursuit. It's not necessarily that you have to be working all of the time. I'm more speaking esoterically in regards to these sneaky beliefs that we form. So like, let me go a little bit deeper to give you guys context. So the last two years or so, as my success has grown exponentially, I've really, really had to, I've had a lot of growth in this area because I had a lot of suffering because of this area that I'm speaking about today. Reason being, I didn't consciously realize what I was doing, but my entire 20s, especially from 20 to 25, I had told myself that I was sacrificing now and that I'd be able to relax soon enough if I just put in the work. So I, I told myself these stories because my 20s were, they required so much discipline that I had to, my ego had to create stories as to like motivate itself. And I really created this storyline in my head of like, other people are taking the slow route. We're going to take the fast route. Put your head down now. Sacrifice now. And yeah, look, it paid off in the financial sense and in other senses. Like, you know, by 30, I seem to have a certain maturity level of experience, success level that maybe not a lot of other people have by 30. But 
one thing I never want to do is, is put out a message or, um, be inauthentic in what comes with that. And I try to be as transparent as possible with you guys. And you know that. So that's really a lot of what this message is about, because I know if you're listening to this, you're on the pursuit of freedom. You're on your own path of, you know, spiritual freedom, emotional freedom, physical freedom, financial freedom. And it's such an amazing and admirable thing to pursue and to commit to. But also, not a lot of people talk about this other side. And so, really what I'm highlighting here is some of the nuance. It's not to say don't pursue freedom. It's this concept of how aware are you while you're pursuing freedom of the unconscious stories and beliefs you may be adopting and reinforcing? Because what happens is it's below the surface of conscious awareness. And when you get there or when you get closer, you're going to start to realize and have to face a lot of these things just like I have. So in my experience, you get there, right? Like for me, it was like financial freedom. I got there. And then you realize when you get there, it's like this really cathartic feeling. You get there and you're like, oh shit, there is no end. Like I remember being probably like 28. It was like the 28th year of my life when I reached that point where I had looked at my different uh, net worth, different calculations and realized like, oh shit. Barring some ridiculous catastrophe, I don't really ever need to like trade my time for money again. And you would think that like that night, you know, I went out (laughs) partying or celebrating or whatever. I actually started feeling really weird and I had to like isolate. I isolated myself for quite a while and I started spending more time in nature. I just stopped working I started reading a lot, uh, meditating, reflecting more. And it was this really strange feeling of like, holy fuck, for eight years straight, I've ingrained this thing over and over and over. And then you lose yourself in it. And one day you get there and you're like, well, now what? (laughs) What the fuck do I do now? You, it's almost like you don't actually think you're going to get there. And so I had, once again, I, I had sold myself on this destination and then I'm, I'm 28 and I'm like, well, what the hell am I going to do for the rest of my life? If this is it, if this is it, right. These fantasies that I dreamed about when I was 20, being able to afford certain things, not, not having to worry about money anymore, et cetera. Like if this is it, then what do I do for the next 60 plus years? And that's when I kind of started to realize like, oh shit, I need to upgrade my operating system because I've been operating under these beliefs. Once again, they're unconscious, but if we, if we reflect on ourselves, if we spend time alone, if we meditate, if we sit with ourselves, spend time in nature off of technology, like you can become aware of the unconscious. It will become more aware to you. And that was kind of what I realized is my unconscious beliefs were assuming that there was some end destination and they needed to be upgraded. And that was why I was feeling so strange, so off. What is going on, guys? I just want to take a really quick break from the podcast to remind you that if you're continuing to receive value from the Conscious Wealth podcast, 
The absolute best thing that you can do to support us is leave us a quick five-star review and let us know how you're liking the show. I have literally nothing to sell you unless you happen to feel overwhelmingly inspired to join the Level Up Collective, our wealth mastermind, but I will never sell you on that. And honestly, we turn away about 40% of applicants every enrollment period. I started this podcast to give back and share the hidden knowledge that no one seems to be willing to share publicly, let alone share it for free. I'm sure you guys have noticed that we do not do any advertising of other companies on the podcast, nor do we run ads on our YouTube videos, simply because we're playing the long game with this podcast. We truly want to impact millions. If that resonates with you, help us continue to provide you top tier content by rating the show and sharing it with your friends. Thank you so much for the support. Now let's get back to the show. So I want to encourage you guys who are listening to this to really analyze your underlying beliefs and your stories, the stories that you've told yourself to cope with the struggle of how hard life can be. And somewhere under the conscious iceberg of your awareness, I bet you have some beliefs that, quote unquote, if I just reach freedom, then I'll be able to relax and do what I want. And while you can kind of do what you want when you're financially free, I'm just letting you know you're by no means going to or what happens like you can try it, but I'll, I'll give you a, a spoiler. Here's what happens. You'll drop into a bottomless pit, what I would call hell, what the Bible speaks to of hell. It's not something you go to after this realm. Uh, hell is a state of mind and you can visit hell anytime you want if you make a few wrong choices consistently. You'll start hanging out in hell and you're going to experience deep depression, deep apathy. And this is why, you know, billionaires jump out of the window of their 30th story building. This is why, you know, rappers kill themselves or celebrities OD. And it doesn't make sense when you don't have money. It doesn't make sense. You think, oh, wow, must be so hard to be in that situation. But honestly, here's the thing. When you've told yourself your entire life that when you just get there, then you'll be happy and you get everything you ever told yourself that would allow you to finally be happy, breathe, relax, etc. love yourself, feel worthy, and you don't, you actually feel worse because now you have no excuses at all because you literally checked every box you said was going to complete you and you're not, you're empty. That's a way darker place to be than when you haven't gotten there yet because at least you have the illusion of uncertainty of maybe it's just because I'm not there yet. So I really empathize now and understand why people do that. And so for myself, I realized in the last six to 12 months that I had fallen victim to these sneaky beliefs in order to cope with the discipline that my 20s required. So now that I'm 30, I've been dealing with, you know, kind of like the closing the karmic loops, if you will, like the latter end, the debris of my 20s. And I've been dealing with like the underlying suffering that was there 
from these underlying stories that I had ingrained. I've kind of had to operate on them, cut them out, and sew myself back up. And it's been uh, it's been a really invigorating process. It was a weird two years. Like I'm 30 now, 28 was about when I realized I never needed to really like work again. And I had, I had done it like the snowball is big enough. Like I have turned myself into, you know, a money machine. I'm valuable. I have influence businesses. I know how to make money. I understand credit. You know, I, I never need to worry about that again. And from that, it's been about two years and it, it was just a really weird, weird, season of my life. You would think it'd be, you know, fucking amazing, but honestly, the pursuit was way more enjoyable. Um, and I want to clarify, by the way, I'm not trying to say like, I'm, you know, sailing around on like fucking yachts and private jets and stuff. I'm not trying to infer that, um, I just have so much money that there's no point in doing anything anymore. I'm just saying that, you know, that if you've never had it, that reaching that big milestone where you never need to work or worry about money again, that is a different, you know, that is a different level to actually get there. So I'm not insinuating that, you know, I'm quote unquote there, that would defeat the purpose of this episode anyway. More so just to say that, you know, I grew up with very modest means, um, never really had money, parents, you know, cheap, lower middle class, middle class. Um, So that was kind of, uh, yeah, I just wanted to give context about that. And so this two-year season has been, um, it's been so interesting of figuring out like what actually, what my life is about and, and also perspective on how long life is. When you get everything you say you wanted by 30, that's a perfect recipe for like a dark night of the soul (laughs) because now you don't have any excuses. You don't have any, you have nothing to complain about. So when you don't, when you feel off then, or you're just going through the human experience, right? Cause we glamorize, we think that money is going to somehow supersede the human experience and that we won't feel certain things anymore. If we have money, it's a silly, but we all do it you know, there's been just so much opportunity for growth in that, in that to your window. And so I'm kind of coming out of that. This is more so reflections because I thought it would be valuable for you guys. I'm not like in the middle of this anymore, um, kind of on the other side of it, but it's been like, this is going to be with me for the rest of my life. And I'm really grateful um, because I kind of realized that I was living my whole life, like got to get there, got to get there, got to get there. And it's like, bro, you're fucking young what are you rushing to do? Like, where are you going? Right. It's kind of like how I'm always saying, going nowhere fast. I wasn't going nowhere fast. I was going somewhere fast. (laughs) Um, so it's not that I was going nowhere, but like the speed and like the thinking that there was a destination, it, it causes suffering inherently. And so what I've come to realize is that life is meaningless. If you try to remove the journey and you, try to instead put an end result on the journey, life is meaningless. You get the end result and you're like, oh, that was fun. You get a, you know, 10 minute dopamine hit, hour long dopamine hit, whatever, one day dopamine hit. Okay. Then back to what? Now what? This temporary. It's about the journey. 
And another funny side note is that the whole human experience has baked into it the reality that no one knows what the fuck we're doing here. Like actually knows. Like it's impossible to prove what we're doing here and what this all means. No one fucking knows that. The smartest minds ever, right? Thousands of years of aggregated human knowledge and such advancements. No one knows. So who's to say that the journey doesn't start when we die, right? So it's so funny because like, I'm assuming a lot of you listening to this are between the age of 20 and 45. The majority of our viewers are. And it's like, if you're in that boat, you are young. The journey is long. And I've really, I've really gotten to learn that this year as I turned 30 and had the hardest, <laughs> the hard 2022 being the hardest year of my life, which I've talked about. Um, for a lot of reasons, I believe it was the hardest year of my life because of how my 20s went and I, I had so much karma and so many karmic loops to close. And I don't mean that in the sense of like, I was a horrible person. Um, I don't think I'm by any means a bad person that doesn't even exist, but I'll just say it like that for simplicity's sake, but more so just like you reap what you sow, right? So like energy is a real thing. Energetics are a real thing. Intentions are a real thing. Uh, the fears that you put out are a real thing. Um, your attachments are a real thing. There's karmic energy around all of that. And it, it was such a big theme of my twenties to have this destination. At first it was about, you know, proving myself and getting, proving to others. Like, you know, you doubted me, watch this, you know? And then it, as I matured and evolved more, it didn't, it wasn't about them anymore. It, it wasn't about proving anyone wrong. No one needed to see it. It was just proven to myself. But regardless, it was always like the destination. Like, you know, when I was in the fitness space, it was, oh, if I just look like this, then I'll be happy. And then it was, um, you know, maybe it was like sports when I was growing up. If I have this achievement, then I'll be happy. And then after the fitness stuff, it was, you know, if I have this amount of money or this amount of clients or this amount of revenue or whatever it may be. And, and we just keep moving the flag post and that is a recipe for suffering. And yet we all do it. So I know this is kind of a, a simple conversation, but at the same time, the deepest wisdom is simple. And I'm not sharing this because it's from some fucking book or to try to be motivational. It's just been really been on my heart lately. And I found myself having a few conversations about this in the last uh, few weeks. And so I know that other people are really uh, going through this because it keeps getting brought up. And so I thought it would be, you know, valuable. And once again, I, I just wanted to encourage you all to number one, really sit with yourself and analyze your underlying beliefs. Have you fallen into the unconscious goalpost approach where you're telling yourself that if you get blank, then you'll be happy. For a lot of you listening, that might be financial freedom, right? When you live your day-to-day -day in scarcity, always having to worry about money, it's so easy to paint these fantasies in our mind of what, what it would be like if we just had boatloads of cash Never had to worry about that again. And it does massively 
improve your quality of life to be able to afford things. Do not get me wrong. It's very nice. I would not trade it for poverty for a second. But it does not end suffering. It does not create a deep peace and lasting happiness. And so learning to instead work on ingraining the belief of enjoying that difficulty of life, enjoying what many perceive as suffering, enjoying the ups, the downs, the human experience, the unpredictability, the pain, the adversity, enjoying that, and not having to create fantasies of a potential reward or a destination, because that's really what we're doing. We're giving ourselves dopamine to try to get through the experience because it's difficult. But I think what I'm trying to express is that I'm, I've reached a place where I'm now working on, there are no destinations. How can you operate in life if you remove the destinations? You stopped creating those stories and you just showed up and you served and you enjoyed the journey and the process. And so that is what I want to challenge you all to in today's episode. I hope this was insightful for you. As always, wishing you peace and love. We'll see you guys soon.